Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. Martina, you've contacted us because I think not just you and your husband, but your daughter herself. You're all at your wit's end with regard to her mental health. What's the story with her? Um, Sarah is now going a full seven days without eating because her OCD is unallowing her to continue on. She has a set of rituals that she has to do before she'll eat. And the ritual is mainly washing her hands. That's the biggest ritual. So the washing of the hands are actually going back to the bone, back to her, way down to the quicks with her nails. They're destroyed. Her fingernails are destroyed at this stage and her hands are red raw. They're actually bleeding as well. And then she has to then drink um, so much water, like um, a litre or two of water. And then she also had to have a fruit bowl. There's a gap in from the water to this fruit bowl. And she takes that then. It was a sugar bear hair, but now it's with a different kind of uh, gummy bear to help her for her hair. She thinks is going to strengthen her hair. But it's very disheartening for us to watch her. Is she at least eating the fruit? Oh, she will. But this is after she has her routine finished, she'll eat like mad then and then she'll feel sick. So what she'll do then after when she'll start eating then after day seven, rather than doing her rituals again the next day, she'll stay awake all night. Like last Saturday night now, she stayed awake all night. And now since Sunday, she, so she ate Saturday and Sunday. And now we're here Monday and now we're Tuesday. We're on day two now already again. So she hasn't eaten since Sunday and it'll be several days before she eats again, before she feels ready to eat again. Yeah. And we have done this now the easy way and the hard way. The hard way, trying to, you know, take away technology and literally saying, you know, we'll throw you outside the door if you don't. We've tried every, every single avenue we've tried believe me and you know we're all so distressed and i'm actually burnt out now at this stage you know she's aware i think of the nature of her problems she, she herself wants wants help and and you tell me she's crying out for it you see she was on medication and we had you could say we had two nice years but basically the medication then when she was taking the olanzapine at night she was aware that that was pushing her to sleep and she was always getting her good night's sleep. So then she tried to say that, you know, she didn't want that anymore. So you have to respect that then as well, even though everything is downhill, I suppose, since she stopped taking it. She's been involved with CAMS for, for many years, I think. Oh, yes, since since the age of five. 
and we're a prime example of um, a child completely being failed by the system and falling through the system. She's no longer attending school um, because she can't. She can't, you know, she, she went in for the first year into the unit in the school and um, now she's not even attending school anymore. So we agreed that she'd go online. And the only way I got her online is to do the driving theory test with them, hoping that that would keep her involved some way with the school. But now she's not even able to do that because she's her mental health is so bad at this stage. But last year when Sarah was going downhill, we had contacted CAMS and Sarah, both of us. Um, it was online back then because of COVID. And we were pleading and crying um, to the psychiatrist that Sarah, all Sarah wanted back then was a therapist to help her through her daily routine, which is coming against her now. We were waiting and waiting for him to get back onto us. So he got back onto us maybe a month later or two months later. Oh, no, that you're going to get this um, therapist from the disability team, not from us. And then we had to wait then for disability, which took, I think, another six months. Hmm. Because she does have a diagnosis of autism or Asperger's, doesn't she? Oh, she does. Yes, absolutely. And also previously with OCD, um, not OCD and oppositional defiance disorder as well. Right. If you ask her to do the smallest thing, she won't do anything. So even by us, even asking her, you know, to do her routine, um, you know, it's not like another child that you can deal with them. You cannot deal with Sarah at all. I could give her the best help in the world, but she won't listen to me. And when we were pleading for a therapist to come on to us, um, you know, it was very unfair. And Sarah was always on to me saying, you're not trying hard enough. I got them privately. And any time I went privately, they'd say, oh, sorry, Sarah's gone beyond our help. You know, with any other therapists, I've all around Cork, I'd say I've, we've been through them all paying 60 euros an hour. And at the end of the hour, then they'd say, sorry, Sarah's gone beyond. She's not for us. Like we're, you know, she's beyond our therapy, wow. you know, so. Wow. Um, noises in the house, everything annoys Sarah. If you bang a door, anything. I could go to bed at night and when I get up in the morning, she's still holding the same glass of water that I went to bed the night before watching her with that glass. When I get up in the morning, that same glass is in her hand because she couldn't function. My God. And carry on. Yeah, and carry on with her routine. And this goes on night, this will go on night after night after night. She's literally driven by her routine. Yeah, absolutely. Now, if she got help, last what I've been trying to do now, even last year, is getting her, to get her into, because I only heard about this place, St. John of God's in Dublin, or St. Pat's, or the Dean in Cork. So I've had to ask the doctor and CAMS and everyone to refer us to these places. They've all refused us because they're all too busy. And um, it was only the other day when I got onto the HSC, your say, my say, that um, the psychiatrist eventually got on to me and said to me, I, I told him I'm burnt out. And he said he'd get on to Tusla for me to see, would they be able to take her for respite? And with a, with a view may, maybe when she's 18 for um, residential care or some kind of care like that for Sarah. So it's called actually individual living. That's uh, independent living is what it's called, actually. And that might suit Sarah. But um, today then they rang me back to say, CAMS rang me back to say that I actually have to refer myself to Tusla, that that's something I have to do myself. And I asked um, the secretary, well, why do I have to do that? Because, or 
why didn't you tell me about this? And I'm crying out for help, you know, it's so long. Why? So we're not told anything that's available to us either, yeah. you know, and I literally ring cams morning, noon and night. I email them at 2 a.m. in the morning when I'm in the bed and my heart is thumping <clears throat> when we're heading to day seven of Sarah not eating because I'm literally watching my child die. She's like a skeleton now at the moment, you know, and if I could help her, I would. For example, her hair was taking her from four in the afternoon until four in the morning, trying to with her OCD, trying to wash her hair. So to combat that, I actually take her to hairdressers every Saturday. And it sounds very luxurious taking um, a 17 year old to a hairdresser. But I have to because otherwise Sarah was leaning over the bath because she had to keep her hair straight. And it took her like that many hours until four in the morning, you'd still hear the hairdryer going. So at least taking her to a hairdresser is cutting that much torture out for her, you know. Does she go out at all? Does she have friends? No, no? she hasn't got one friend, not a friend, never had. Well, she never mixed with her friends either. So she was never, say, asked to birthday parties. She has no friend. I used to get Spanish students for her because I suppose her mental age is a very young age. And, um, you know, the Spanish students, she felt she had a rapport with them because their English wasn't great. And um, she got on very well with them. But during COVID then they had to go back and we had a very, very special girl and she was so nice. And she had to go back, which we were very upset about. But she has no friends. No, no. And she's in a dark, she's in a dark room. Like she's been in, in a dark room now since for the last two days. And we're only waiting for her now. Her dad at the moment is working on her, trying to get her to start her routine while I'm out here talking. And that's grand. It's only since Sunday. But come Thursday, I'm getting more, you know, anxious and anxious yes. myself. We have no life. We're completely burnt out at this stage because it's constant fighting. And um, she's very challenging as well. So if you go to her, she'll challenge you to the bitter end as well. You know, often when I've been to CUH to put her on a drip, I think I'm the one that needed to go on the drip more than her. Because like after seven days and often she can't keep food down, then she'd get sick. This kind of crazy diet situation or refusing to eat or whatever it is, like that, yes. that's dangerous. Like It's so dangerous. Has she ended up in hospital because of it? Oh, yes. Yeah. Twice we have been down. We've been to Waterford once. And then the second time we've been, I went to the CUH to see what they'd say. And the, I waited then until the next morning. Obviously, we were there overnight and she was on the drip. And then they said, OK, so well, there's no medical reason now for you to be here anymore. So that was fine. I waited then for the CAMS and Cork to come into us, you know, to see would they do any better. And I literally had her bag packed going up. I bald crying the whole way up in the car it was actually dangerous to drive because I couldn't see the road everything was a blur you know and when I remind her to do you know or if I'm on her it's all I'm the one that's wrong where there's all Sarah needs is professional help you say Martina she is aware of her problems 100% yes you know, we're gone beyond therapy. Sarah needs to go into somewhere like St. John of God's. Now, I'm saying St. John of God's. There could be more places, but I don't know these places. She needs to go in somewhere to break her routine at this stage. And everywhere I go, the door is being shut. Does she accept that, Martina? 
No, she thinks I'm not trying hard enough to get her in somewhere because she's looking forward to going in somewhere that's residential because she feels it's like a five star hotel and she'll have therapists there at will, which she's looking forward to that to help her. The child herself is crying out for help. I went to my solicitor last Monday morning because I asked him, what am I to do? Because I thought before he had said something to me to go down to him, you know, if I ever need help to get her in somewhere. And I went down to him and I said, please, like, where do I go? You know, and what he had said to me is, well, you have to go back to your doctor and to CAMS and see what you want me to get my barrister to fight for you. And I rang my doctor next morning and he said, Martina, I don't know. He said, then that's the simple answer. I rang CAMS and they're saying, you know, the psychiatrist said to me, if I had a bed here, Sarah urgently needs a bed. I put her in, but we don't. This is what the psychiatrist said to me. So even though I have a solicitor waiting to even fight my case, I have no case to fight, you yeah. know, at this stage. So um, we're the most, I'm not saying everyone's case is severe, but, you know, this this is going on since Sarah's very young. Now, she's only got this eating disorder in the last oh, it's a year and a half. Yeah. And the only reason that it stepped in was because when she was looking for a therapist, we couldn't get one. And anyone privately we could get wouldn't deal with us because she's under the age as well as she was too severe and they knew it. So Sarah's crying out to get into, I'm saying, someplace even yeah. for six weeks just to break the cycle from home. Just six weeks would even do us at this stage. Yeah, well, not only does she need proper care, that's what you think anyway, and that's what she wants right now. I'd respectfully suggest, Martina, you need a break as well. Well, I certainly do. Yeah, I do. I'm just, you know, um, I have also have my mother living with me and she's elderly. But in fairness, you know, I take 10 more. Mo- I take 50 mothers this minute. You know, it's because you can't help these children. I'm her mother. She doesn't want to listen to me. Or there's somebody outside of me, a professional, no bother at all. They'd make great progress with her. And this is the very annoying part about it. Sarah shouldn't be a non-functioning 17-year-old now because I've been with the system since Sarah's five. I did every meeting, every OT speech, you name it, I did it, you know. But I, I, I really need to find out, like, why are we in this situation now, you know? And actually, in the earlier days, you see, I wasn't even aware completely, you know, that this was I, I actually thought when she was five, when they wouldn't keep her in school until I got an SNA for her. Why did she first? I should probably have asked you this a while back. Why did she first come into contact with CAMS when she was five? What happened? Because um, they wouldn't keep her in school unless I got an SNA. So that's why I had to look for a diagnosis. I I didn't actually know there was any such thing as, you know, I knew there was autism, but and Asperger's and all that, but it just never crossed my mind that that's what was wrong with her until, you know, I'd take her out of school every day at one o'clock until we got the SNA because they couldn't keep her after lunchtime. So we eventually got an SNA, but I was trying to get her into, you know, the, um, more specialised schools, but... Um, you know, they were saying that her IQ was too high for that. So that's the reason that she didn't get anywhere else, you know, but she's in the unit in, in her own school and she was, but she's not attending school she's now anymore. School, so, yeah. and I, and that was a big pill to swallow, you know, when she was, 
when she went into first year, that was grand. She went through a few months, but the gap widened then. Now, she did work well with me for a few months, but then she stopped. And then the gap widened and widened. And where she was then in the end was in the toilets full time. Yeah. They couldn't find her. Do you have, lastly, and I know that you're, you're a de- do you have any mother-daughter relationship? Are there any moments? It's very, very difficult. Um, these children lack empathy. She sees me crying my heart out. I've cried. We're living near the black water. I've cried the black water. Um, you want to love them, but it's very difficult because you're trying to push them through this. Um, this she, you're trying to push her through her routine, and you can't do that being this nice guy, you know. So it's so difficult for me to have any relationship with her. And that's the sad part. That's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking. Martina, I don't know what, if anything, you talking to me will will do for her. I, I really wish there was something we could magic up and make happen, but there isn't. All I can do is wish you well and wish her well and wish your husband well and the rest of the family and hope that Thank someone you. someone is listening to us who might give you a steer, you know? Please, God, because really there's been nobody take any responsibility for Sarah. And I suppose what I listen to mostly is people saying, you know, oh, you have to get onto CAMS. You have to. We're with CAMS and we're with disability because CAMS deal with the medication and the disability now with the therapy. But like I'm saying, I am in the system. And like, why am I like this when people say, like, try to get onto CAMS and there's a waiting list for CAMS? So what benefit is it doing me? That's what I'm trying to find out. That's why I'm baffled here, you know, completely. Because I have emails upon emails that I send at every hour of the night when we have a bad night with Sarah. Now, I'm only tipping the iceberg of what we go through here. And I mean tipping the iceberg. It's very difficult. And that's to say the least. All right. I leave it there with you, Martina. And as I said to repeat, all I can do is wish you well. If anybody's listening that can offer you a steer, then maybe they can call us. Thank you. Thanks very much, um, PJ. Thank you. Courts 96 FM. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.